0: Alrighty, alright. Yeah, just to start, I wanted
1: to say roll with anything that happens, okay? Dude, I was again, I was literally about to tell you that. <laughs> I feel like we're we're having late night cracked out energy right now. I have I'm a man who's just like I have all my elixirs here. Um I feel like an alchemist or an artificer of sorts. Maybe maybe uh some flavor of witch or wizard with or these. like a
0: bartender perhaps
1: well a modern what, what, day what version of bar- all those things? what is a bartender than just a purveyor of cheap modern tricks? day potion yeah cheap tricks at the end of the day modern day potions that have various effects in the I'm body i'm not trying
0: to rob you
1: <laughs> i'm trying to help you is that what movie? I don't fucking know. Wow, that's uh Lord of the Rings. It's Gandalf, right? Hey, that's right when my that's, boy. that's literally right when uh <laughs> Bilbo is getting all freaky about yeah. the ring. And he's like, Come on, man, I'm trying all to freaky be chill deaky about the ring. Okay, I i at first thought I had no idea what the fuck that was, and but yet? The, the recall hey, the elixir is working. I'm
0: sure it's that, it's
1: completely that. It's I'm cracked. Let's go. That. Okay, you you gotta clip me on this one, I think. All righty. Welcome back to Evology Students. I am your cracked and slightly detectorial Professor Ricky.
0: What's up, everybody? I am Professor E Dog, aka
1: Ethan, aka The Eradicator. The Eradicator's a new one. What yeah. are you eradicating exactly? Um Mist- all these, mistruths. Yeah, mistruths, <laughs> untruths, lies and bads <laughs> bads you're the eradicator of bads yeah i'm the goods good you're you're the bringer of goods eradicator I've of bads i've got the goods <laughs> yeah i am uh, i'm a man who lives on a boomer sleep schedule so i am i'm, I'm honestly just doing unhinged behavior and just drinking caffeine at like 9:30 at night which will obviously be fine and not wreak havoc at all on my sleep schedule obviously right you know i i typically
0: don't really have any issue with late night caffeine i have Big-time issue with, like, if I were to go for a run after this, like, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd be fucked. In fact, that was my original plan, but I okay. feel, like, a little bit depleted today just in general. Like, I ate, like, a moron. Like, just horrific. Like, dude, I ate,
1: like, a piece of shit like this like weekend, too. Like, maybe
0: 4,000 calories today.
1: Jeez, dude. Yeah. I saw my dad yesterday, and I made, like, essentially picturesque loaded potato skins. You could see it in the Discord. We have a food channel in there. Posting some shit. It looked aesthetic. Each one of those things easily four hundred calories. It was just packed to the gills, which is shit. Yeah, so
0: you know, <laughs> I, I like had you. a pretty aggressive day. I feel like I gained about seventeen pounds just today, and I'm like, okay, what I could do is like after this, like I try to stay active every day, and I you, you, I, you I didn't really do famously much today. will do something
1: active every day but uh
0: you know i was like oh maybe i'll go in the in the garage and hit the rower for like an hour and then maybe i'll like run a 5k after i'm like that's just so much time i'm not gonna be (laughs) done before like 1 a.m for sure because we have shit to do like immediately after this obviously for this
1: right right and then
0: i'm like you know what it's gonna be so late i'll just get a good night's sleep and i'll slay it all tomorrow (laughs) how'd that go well, it's for tomorrow. Oh, so it's I for don't tomorrow, know yet. tomorrow. Okay. I don't know yet. <laughs> so yeah, I might just hit like a I don't
1: know an after work half marathon or something just to kind of clean it all up. That was like uh, Saturday. You Remember how you saw me walking like a newborn giraffe, and you're like, "What'd you do?" Is like, I went for a walk. That was a nine and a half mile walk. Yeah, I tried to walk to the grill. The grill, the grill, the one you told me about under the bridge. Oh, so I tried it's to gone. walk to the grill. It's gone. What the fuck? I didn't make it all the way there. Yeah, what so the fuck? <laughs> later that
0: day, I biked up that way, obviously. Oh, okay.
1: Grill gone. So, the gr- so you almost called it, right? Because you said it was very out of pocket behavior for them to put a grill right there anyway. Yeah. So just
0: for context, because yeah, this there's, is there's obviously no con- there's no making absolutely
1: no <laughs> sense here. Yeah.
0: There's this essentially what I think other places call like a greenway or rails and trails in our city where basically they took out an old railroad and they put in like a running, biking, walking path yeah, that I know. spans like over 30 miles.
1: Yeah, right, right, right. Um,
0: and so anyway, there's this one location on the path that's like basically in Homeless City where for no reason that I could ascertain, all of a sudden had like a six burner
1: grill. Like a like the picture you showed me, there should not have been a grill there, right? And there it was like it was like there.
0: a like a big silver one, and it looked like just like at least a four thousand dollar grill. And so I'm thinking like, why the fuck did they put it in this like just really random location? Like it's super open, like people pass by it nonstop all day long. So I'm thinking like, obviously it would not be easily
1: stealable but I it's also, a fucking grill like yeah. you're not gonna just pick it up and take it but it, it was right? just like a
0: weird spot to put a grill in the first place it's like under an overpass it's like a really strange location
1: yeah, absolutely yeah so anyway that's that's kind of the the backstory here about the grilling <laughs> but i remember ethan was like hey it's like a- along the trail and i had misunderstood where it was on the trail he's like oh no it's like nearly six miles up so i'm like fuck it today's my long walk day let's see how long i can go and i made it all the way to like maybe just under a mile to where that spot is yeah so i it was about nine and a half miles of contiguous walking whoo that was <laughs> that was actually pretty nice it was nice to just like i listened to like two full like hour and change podcast episodes of like other shit and i caught up on some anime podcasts it was actually really nice um yeah shout I out to mean, anime summit for keeping me company on that walk that shit was what that was shit was fire yeah you definitely um, gotta just crank
0: something up to two times speed get through a bunch I of shit i could have gotten through a
1: bunch of shit yeah yeah, uh, yeah you're right
0: but, but yeah I, I personally i recommend long walks a lot i really enjoy them i think they're like first of all good for you it's meditative it's therapeutic um, yeah And like I think there is this This like study out there I'm not a sports scientist But I'm gonna pretend I am You for can five be seconds. right now Yeah uh, So I'm actually a doctor Of sports science <laughs> Exercise science Kinesiology. To be honest Yeah that thing <laughs> um, And nutrition Which is why I have The 4,000 uh, calorie diet <laughs> today He's cycling right
1: now guys Quit giving him shit He's cycling I'm doing a one day bulk <laughs> It's dirty it's bulk. as fuck It's dirty as fuck But it works The Wait, mass Get ready for
0: that cut tomorrow though <laughs> Um, anyway, so I heard that, like, say you're injured or something from, like, a long distance in endurance sport, stuff like that. Uh, a lot of people say you can keep a lot of your endurance if you just, like, did a lot of long walks. Interesting. Because it gets your heart rate close to your, like, low, um, like, easy range. Kind of like zone almost. one,
1: maybe zone two for others. Like, I mean, you-
0: zone two, if you're really... Heaven.
1: Really heaven, right, right. Uh,
0: but yeah, it would it's definitely like a high zone one. It it would be like a really long walk. I would say for me, like beats per minute sub 120, so not zone okay.
1: two. Gotcha.
0: But anyway, I know that's really, really technical, and that's not really why you come here for this podcast. Absolutely not. You no. come here for uh the absolute goofs and gags.
1: Goose goofs and gags. <laughs> and we all know that. We all um, know that.
0: So today, what I, I so okay, I want to come clean. First of all, I thought come clean for sure. We were not going to do an episode this week, really,
1: because it was this morning that we really started talking about it. But you, you had you had thrown something out that I was that really was, uh, <laughs> it got it got the gears turning, and you know, not even a, speaking of gears turning. Sure, why not? Let's let's rip with that one today. <laughs> we're going we're gonna talk about a show that is currently airing. And it's something I think we've been trying to do recently of being even more current in the anime community. Commonly, we will wait for a show to be completely finished for us to review it. But some of the shows that uh, that are coming out like in the now are worth discussing because I think they open up the conversation to, you know, the genre is trying to be a part of at large. And I think this show above all, as of right now, is really highlighting what is good and potentially what is bad or what makes a bad addition to this type of show that we have been seeing in the last like five to seven years, I would say more prolifically. And I'd like to call this genre the alternative classroom, AKA the alt class. And it's a sub genre of like high minded wrinkle mind game kind of show that you maybe would commonly see in like a Death Note or a uh, Kenji Ultimate Survivor. But it's framed and structured entirely around the Japanese middle slash high school education system. And if, you, if you're if you literally immediately thinking Classroom of the Elite, then you, my friend, my student, are in the exact right place. Because that's what this is. This kind of uh, subgenre of high-minded show where it's like, it's kind of uh, perverting is the wrong word but like completely twisting the Japanese education system to be something with an like an execution that is like way outside typical educational stuff and it's highlighting maybe the cutthroat mentality of Japanese schooling you know I think that maybe is kind of what it's getting at right yeah so
0: I I view this show that we're going to talk about today as really a mixture between classroom of the elite kaiji and world trigger and the reason for that is it's not like combative but it does like involve essentially like an ar system to train these kids right so it's it's a lot like also if you've ever seen the um it's an anime as well but uh i think most people probably know it from its live action version on netflix alice in borderland where you would go to certain locations and then have to do a like Game or a like challenge or something like that, right? So this show actually is what I th- I think a s- like a solid mixture of all those and maybe throw in a little kakaguri action just a tiny bit. So um, anyway, that selling proposition had me interested when I started watching it last night at nine p.m. before. <laughs> So, yeah, anyway, so that's why I thought we were not going to do an episode this week. We really just were, were really slow in the uptake. Whoa, it felt like we did yeah. a lot this weekend physically from like Friday to Sunday. I felt
1: pretty like just fucking out of it. Well, hold on, hold on, I, I think we've uh, a peek behind the screen. There have been so many times where there have been like Sunday or Monday morning. where are just like, hey, what do you want to talk about this week? And it's like, uh, OK, I'm going to pick this show. Let's just watch this shit um but i'm kind of liking the idea of doing something that's maybe a little bit more current not completely finished but it it has more uh, There, there's more to like discuss i think because this show that we're talking about is you know it's currently airing right now it's put out by geek toys which has done right. some other stuff in this camp and it's called liar liar and the idea of the show is kind of in line with, like we said, like A Classroom of the Elite, a category is a great, great example. I would even put it in the same, because I want to discuss what you think, where is the line for alt-class? A friend of mine actually asked, would great, te- would great teacher Onizuka fit into that category? No. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Because do you see how decisive both of
0: us were there yeah we both were not. like instantly no and honestly fuck you for asking the question yeah
1: alex how dare you dude like <laughs> i'll call you straight up out on this platform straight up because great te- great teacher onizuka uses the backdrop of j- the japanese education system to tell a really good character profile of a guy who goes from shithead from zero to hero in a way and but the thing is onizuka was always a hero he was just his own kind of hero i think but um
0: I mean, he was a badass gangster.
1: Yeah, turn teacher. How do I reach these kids energy for sure? But alt classroom is like it's using the structure of a familiar educational system. But the means and the education therein is completely unorthodox in some way. Kakaguri is a great example. It's all about the gambling, baby. You get ahead in the school by gambling. Classroom of the elite, you get ahead by your class being uh, kind of like the squad you gained points for in high-minded activities to test your critical thinking and strategery. But, and even ass Classroom, Assassination Classroom. It is a, it's, it's using the educational system of Japan, but they're teaching these kids how to be assassins. But as you watch it, the skills that they gain and the way that they actually employ these techniques are bettering them for the, a, a real-world application of these skill sets, not just teaching them in theory or in books, which I find that to be an interesting through line for a lot of these shows. Would you say, first question, that Liar Liar fits this particular uh, uh, checkbox?
0: Yeah, so um, another show I think that I could bring in as an analogy would be Girls in Panzer. Because it's very, very similar in the fact that this seems to be what they're calling Academy Island.
1: Right. So it's basically
0: like they took all the genius students in the country and they threw them on one singular island. And they've got all these districts with different, like, academies that are, like, running it, essentially. Right, right. Um, (laughs) I don't know what's going on with your mic, but it's really starting to get a little bit hard
1: to pay attention to my own words. Well, maybe sometimes (laughs) being a professional is just how you handle your surroundings Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, (laughs) So, uh,
0: what happened? Yeah, so, um, I I really feel like this is basically Classroom of the Elite slash girls on pander panzer like a uh, world building idea sure and they just slapped on other aspects of these shows that we've mentioned as well right like they slapped on the world trigger like ar kind of game gamification they slapped yeah. on
1: um world Kekiguri. trigger season two and three had this big yeah right like season one didn't really have much of that okay like in yeah, my yeah opinion, definitely y- season two and saying, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah right um and then uh
0: Slap on some of the like, um, school ranking stuff that maybe Classroom of the Elite, Elite had, slap on some, some betting essentially that Kekaguri had. And, and honestly, it feels a lot like, um, like the characters feel more like Kekaguri characters and Classroom of the Elite, Elite characters had
1: babies. Right. Oh, yeah. So they got kind of got together and just made something unique. They put the gamification of Kakaguri with the, pitting student against student more in a squad scenario
0: right but it's also but like I mean, it's less life life and death it seems so far
1: right right it's not about like though it may be trending that direction it who it am i to say you know what i mean All right. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck maybe yeah. maybe but i i don't it definitely feels like they're on an island by themselves off the coast and like at any moment they could turn this what is like ostensibly a civilization for these students, like an entire little tiny society with cities and 17 districts. Yeah. The fuck quickly before we go too much farther.
0: Do you think a system like this could work where you essentially you, you take all the American best students and instead of colleges, you put them all of them on one Island. You basically force them to just be super smart. You know what I mean? So basically, it'd be yeah. like a boarding school, except schools that are competing. I think the the competition aspect um, is very interesting because, like Japan society, you 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 um, like from the, an outside perspective, think that it's like oh, we all work together, we um, you know we're respectful of each other and stuff like that. But they also have this like pretty absurd competitive edge as well. Yeah. and you see it in like almost every school anime to- uh, possible and then I, I would say even like of course Blue Lock is like an insane example where they're just like I'm gonna be the best and I'm gonna kill all the right. rest
1: Blue Lock leverages that right. where it's I think that competitive edge is kind of about meeting or exceeding expectations for your contribution to the collective which is why Blue Lock was so funny because it was like fuck the collective you need to stand out as an individual, whereas everyone's ability to stand out is like, okay, we want this so we can get a good job to contribute. We want it, we want to kind of like, it's our placement, it's our lot. And um, you know, I I think that this system in some ways could work. I don't think the setting would work very well because you've heard stories about the Olympics, right? And just how they just run through condoms, right? They just run through condoms because you have some of the most highest performing individuals, people that you could understand and they understand the amount of work and stress and pressure and like they get your life. Now, if you were to send America's brightest college students to an all-inclusive high-tech island to basically be cutthroat and competitive, Hey, this, a lot of fucking there'd be a lot of fucking like that's just what it would be and that you we have real world examples to prove it so would it work In yeah theory, i just don't see how that nece- really. that would
0: necessarily <laughs> invalidate it wouldn't invalid school. Maybe it would so, slowly
1: turn to that, is what I'm saying. That's all. Well, it's not like gonna
0: just be like a random sex party because there are like clear expectations of these children, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, make sure you don't flunk, because if you flunk, you can't fuck. Right. Well, so. I mean, like you <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That's the model um, of the school. That's if you flunk, true. you can't fuck. So sorry uh, about you. this is kind of interesting. So I actually I found out that the like super elite in the world actually a lot of them send their kids to like spe- only specific schools. I believe that, and a lot yeah. of them are like boarding schools. Like, there's one in Switzerland that's seventy thousand dollars a year.
1: Good lord, dude! What? But it's
0: like it's it's this interesting. Of course, it is. It's so expensive, but they give them like Nobel laureate professors and shit like that. So they have the best assets, right? right. I the mean, best like resources. like motherfuckers are fly in just to give them a lecture on stuff. Yeah, right. They'll have like actual like. Performance artists like come teach like a singing class. Jesus, like stupid shit like that. And, and I'm just thinking like, obviously those types of places I'm sure are like a blast for the kids. Oh, a hundred percent. But yeah. I wonder like, would would I think inevitably? I guess what I've been trying to say in my head is like, are these kids going to turn out to be good members of society, or are they going to be spoiled little shit bags when daddy's money isn't like? guaranteeing
1: them a board uh, position what's funny that you say that is this is something that i truly feel like a system like this would actually sort of force you force a human being to escape that sense of entitlement and like preconceived notion of superiority because Imagine that school in Switzerland or or Sweden or whatever the fuck you said. Switzerland, there it is, and it's seventy k just to get your fucking foot through the door every year. But once you're in, it's like if you can't keep up, no amount of daddy's money is going to help you stay at the school. Like a a system where it's gamified and losers have a risk of literally being expelled to not be reinvited. That is a huge, I think, equalizer, right? because you may have had privilege to get into the door but once you're in you have to fight to stay i think the american system is more about like you and i both went you know we both went to college you have a higher you know education degree and like i think it's more of a fight to get the privilege to access that but once you're in it's a cakewalk like you're good to go it's i think it should be flipped which is kind of an interesting thing that, yeah, getting in is, like, a pretty standardized requisite, but once you're in, you got to really fucking fight to stay.
0: Uh, that's interesting. I I wonder... Um, I, I think, of course, like, it depends immensely about your, your, like, socioeconomic situation, right? I think if you're smart and poor, it's probably fairly easy to get into college compared to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like poor and dumb or poor and average <laughs> poor and dumb <laughs> or, or average obviously or, 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 yeah, like, uh, yeah. poor and dumb you're fucked i'm you're, sorry you're but fucked yeah but poor and average is probably significantly more difficult to get into the actual school like there is programs of course for like you're the first of your generation or of your like family to get in here's your your full ride like i think there's a lot that they do for the extremes and they don't do a lot for the people in the middle. I would say of that. Right. Potentially. Right. The,
1: the, um, those with all of the assets get kind of this kind of fast track. But but those yeah. Like with, catered
0: to and all that stuff. Like but Fuller those house
1: that <laughs> are very low. Yeah. Right. Those that are very low on that, on, on a lot of scales economically or, or need that kind of help will be probably more actively chosen. Like you're saying than someone who falls like dead ass in the middle. I right. Think you even and, see acceptance rates from economic standpoints. This, like, you've inverse bell curve of just like real true middle class, real true average, just like don't get the assistance or the privilege.
0: Yeah. And and this is going to sound really bad. And I don't
1: want it to. It's a discussion about this, it, but it's, it shows about education. Like, you yeah. know, I,
0: I was in class a lot of times with some of those people that were in the, in the like really, really low socioeconomic, um, Scale that were obviously going for a full Ride right right and it was just like very Obvious they were not prepared at all for the Situation that they were in sure As far as like the, Like basically you take a, a um, Like an entry level
1: English Class and you're like bud you can't Write like I Remember what at the school that I went to our First like freshman seminar we had to write A five page paper about Mars <laughs> I can write a fucking book about Mars dude <laughs> and people were like No dude five fucking to bibliography what the fuck dude and i'm like right man like people have written tomes about mars like you couldn't come up with five fucking pages to talk about mars with what are you doing
0: it's just like i i thought it was odd though because like i would imagine you would have a base like there should be some base level based on like you had to take either the s e s a t or a c t to show like a, a minimum level of like
1: compatibility with the school right competence right. and Just in like, competency and standardized thinking right even if standardized tests are bullshit right they still do in a very broad stroke show your acuity for reasoning Are they shit bullshit out. yes they're bullshit why because they're at, because if you standardize something for every single person you are completely disregarding the individual strengths and skill set like to assume that like it's like like one size fit all does not fucking work when you have literally different genius, like a musical genius that fails the SAT isn't going to Juilliard. They just aren't Mm. like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that those tests are not built for levels well, I of thought intelligence Juilliard and,
0: was all about like you audition to
1: get in and like obviously you need like a base level clearly of, that was an undereducated example but you kind of get what i'm well like, you get well, what i'm saying though because right? here's
0: what i'm saying though like i don't uh, this is once again i'm not trying to sound like an asshole but i <laughs> felt
1: so many disclaimers i just felt
0: bad for these kids because they were just getting fucking pummeled in class yeah and it's like like you need to Go to a different like level of this class, or maybe like an earlier
1: level of it. Thi- oh, oh, I get it. you're saying, this, but this is like entry level English and shit, kind right? Like-
0: so, like, there there are, um, it, which is another weird thing. There was like a, basically a sub level of math classes you could do.
1: Oh yeah, like where I went to college, Comp Sci one hundred and one counted as a math credit for like a lot of music majors. I tutored a lot of music people, and in, that's interesting in Comp Sci because they counted it as a sub level g-e-r general general education requirement of math so you can do coding as your math credit if like you're not in like a, a... I,
0: I meant there was like a pre-calc essentially for, oh, for so like calc one more
1: straight line like true sub math
0: yeah okay, gotcha um and so i don't i don't know it just like i felt a little icky being in this situation where it's like you know say you're peer grading and you're like what, what am i supposed to do here like this is unreadable
1: <laughs> this but is unreadable. Like, I want to help
0: you obviously. <laughs> right, right. But like th- there's nothing I can tell you in 5 minutes that's going to fix your issues. That's I guess that's part of it and And so what anyway, what I'm trying to get at is it would be interesting. And, and I, of course, I think everyone agrees that the American education system is super fucked up.
1: It's fucked up in a lot of and ways, And I think for the sure.
0: Japanese system is pretty fucked up. The Chinese in, system is pretty fucked up. In their own
1: particular flavors right. in, of in fucked different up, ways. for sure. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm
0: just wondering, like, what is there one that would work? And would Liar Liar provide enough gamification, which I really think is what you need to use to, to connect with youth of the day. Okay. Um, can gamification actually, and you'd have to do it, of course, right, and I like the AR kind of concepts here, would that do enough to keep kids motivated to learn school stuff, learn good?
1: Would kids learn good if game more? Yeah, is if what you're stuff <laughs> learn good. The, but game but more. game yum. Game yum. Good. We sound like MPC TikTokers right now. <laughs> Holy shit! <But, laughs>
0: What's so, that one girl say? Is, <laughs> uh,
1: ice cream, yum yum. Ice cream, yum yum. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I hate. Oh, it's so stupid. We, that, but that's a different conversation. But I will say, I think <laughs> the gamification of education is what these shows are trying to kind of get at by, you know, quantifying and giving you because I think inherently if you if you kind of pull back a bit are the western education system is in some ways already gamified you get a score based on performance that score is pitted against others we are just so it's so ubiquitous that like you got an a you got a b brother i i can go upstairs right now on sonic frontiers and do a stage and get an a b c d or f ranking Like, I can get that in a game that currently exists. So we do have some level of gamification, but it's the ubiquity here and of it it makes us maybe forget that.
0: Well, I'm not sure grading equals gamification. A score is at least the first step, and that's what grades are. I think it's a requirement, but not necessarily the the base of gamification. How's that sound?
1: I, I don't hate how, that. How are you feeling? I don't hate that. But I think part... Where more, are we at? Where, where are we feeling right now? I think what we're feeling is that... These all right, sh- you guys at home, how are you feeling right now? How <laughs> would do doing in the live studio audience right now? How are oh, you doing? Oh, really? You? you? You really think so? This is... Wow. This, this is unhinged bullshit. So, the, the one thing they that these shows... just said <laughs> I know. I know. I know. <laughs> and, and thank you. We thank you. We, we love you. Thank you. you. <laughs> claps all around. Claps all around. The one thing that these shows do that other educational systems in our real lives don't do is there are real, direct, social, and tangible benefits for said ranking, grade, That's or score. That's a really good point. Because in Classroom of the Elite, right, they can spend their points how they want to in ass class they get better equipment they can kill people they can literally fucking kill (laughs) they They can can kill gooder they can murk tentacle monsters gooder (laughs) and if they do a good enough job they can get a b dude (laughs) just a b that's fine save the world maybe an a minus whatever but in, in in shows like liar liar it's like the more stars you have the better ranking you have on this island it isn't just one school but everyone is under this one through seven star ranking system and you have more advantages of getting ahead with the higher your ranking is, so like we see it as in on this island these motherfuckers these these chitlins um so get to, decidedly can, not motherfuckers but okay but they're fine pre motherfuckers motherfuckers in training there, we know, go. there you go so they can fight each other in a matter of games that are defined by the requester only those of a lower rank can request a, an upper rank and basically you're just it's like tennis it's like tennis rankings on a tennis team you basically have to play the person above you and then you go up a rank if you could beat them easy peasy lemon squeezy but the one thing is that the higher your rank, the better your quote "abilities are in this fucking show that your quote unquote "device allows you to use, and you get to this decide through a, a litany of different powers, essentially, that you can lo- you have a loadout of powers in this fucking challenge that you have. Can you get as I got more angry, Ethan, where I don't like this fucking show? It's the abilities is bullshit. The abilities are bullshit. The abilities are absolute. <laughs> unnecessary bullshit and it totally tanks this show but well okay so the main
0: premise here and you learn this in the first episode so there's really no like there's no way getting around a spoiler here the idea is and the reason it's called liar liar is our main character is essentially going out there and pretending, essentially,
1: and lying that he is the top-ranked student on the entire island. Oh, yeah, and he stole the ability to do so from his first accidental challenge. Right, but what that means is he ostensibly
0: should be the strongest player in the entire school system Right, and have all of the freaking sicko abilities available to him, but... Since it's only a lie, his actual battle power and strength is only the real one star. So he gets the so only use the abilities. abilities. Yeah, right. It's like, um, like a pay-to-win game, essentially. Right, right. You only have the, the first level tank, and you just keep getting killed by the Panzer 99s or
1: whatever the fuck. Tiger tanks. Right. And and that's all you get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so as they put it in the show, you're essentially doing boss battles as a level one player. Yeah. And actually, you're fucked. You're fucked. His first battle, he managed to steal a rare, uh, you know, kind of status item, this red star that allows him to lie about one aspect of himself on this island. And the head mistress, who is an absolute, ma- Natsumi's absolute dime piece, like... Headmistress, yeah. And so
0: in in the dub, which I was able to watch, this is another example of like simulcasting being like pretty nice. Yeah. Um, her name is Ichinose. Ichinose Natsume, I think that's her right. full name. Yeah. yeah but yeah. they just, I I think it's funny how in in dubs they refer to them by their actual last name. Yeah. Or, right. And then like they say both names, obviously in Japanese. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> entirely just messing up your flow. That's cool. No,
1: no. Flow's flow's still there, man. Because no the the rough part where I'm gonna get to the rough part of this show is two elements that I think are so crucial to a show like this and the alt-classroom genre needs these tenants to be square, right? One, the real issue I have with it is why kind of what we were discussing up top, right? Could a system like this work? it does beg the secondary question of what is the advantage for the students? Why is a system like this in place? And how does it better those young genius minds classroom of the elite uh, kakiguri, even assassination classroom. They all had very down to earth, uh, tenable explanations as to why that these things are like that. Obviously ask classes, Hey, do this or we're fucking dead. I don't know why they left it to school children. I forgot, but, um, The other two shows like that are very much in line with, like, by putting these kids in situations that are much more critical thinking focused and competition focused, it prepares them for a real cutthroat corporate world that a bunch of rich kids would naturally get the privilege to enter. That makes a lot of sense to me. Look, you're gonna take over Daddy's Fortune 500 company when you get out. Well, you got to know how to be cutthroat as shit, dude. If you, you want also to be CEO, you be ready for some high pressure situations? Exactly. So they're like, look, this these kinds of kids are gonna be put in situations that most adults can't even handle. We need to fucking drill into them the idea of critical thinking, strategizing, and like knowing what has to happen to get ahead. Sometimes being a little cutthroat. So shows like that that do a good job of this you know alternative classroom concept at least give you a reason why these kids are put in this situation in no fucking way do we ever see in the first eight episodes of this show liar liar a reason why kids would want to even come here in the first place we have very specific like character reasons like we have like Uh, Hiroto's like main thing about finding I guess his little Emoto sister uh, like trying to find her ass I get it that's why he specifically came there but why would an entire 17 district island exist and they're just like this is a completely alternative way to teach kids but in no way did they did anyone explain like here's our philosophy as to why this is beneficial just it seems so well convoluted yeah Mm -hmm. but I think it was like
0: very quickly in the beginning, they did just mention it's essentially like Classroom of the Elite, where they've all these big companies came together and they created this system. It was only Sayoji. Sayonji. He started it, but it wasn't like exclusively funded by Sayonji. Okay. I thought it
1: was just Sayonji uh, Industries um, was like the one that did this. So Right.
0: So, and, and I obviously they had a big hand in it and played a big part. Um, but I believe they mentioned like, all these other executives from all these other com- companies were like, all right, if a sign G is sending all their like top students, top kids there, we are going to do that too. I- and I think that's actually pretty realistic to what would happen in real life. Say Microsoft decides to open a high school, like a uh, high school Island. We have, I w-
1: we have one, we have in a high school near us. That's literally that. That we do. I can tell you off mic, but CC? I- No, uh, Next. Okay. Yeah, which, whatever. But, like, it's, like, a technical-focused high school that is entirely exactly like that. It's, like, a charter to the nines. And it's, like, very geared towards, like, STEM project oriented, like uh, yeah, like yeah. Curriculum. I just
0: mean like if if the biggest company in the world came out and I started you. something, yeah. uh huh, and say like Bill Gates was like,
1: I'm sending my kids there, even though they're all probably grown now. Elon Musk, I'm going to send my kid whose name is Formula Insert here. <laughs> well, he probably has about 800 kids. <laughs> that's true, and that's why his he family had the, is insanity. He Have had you the name like is... looked up
0: his like family tree? It is wild. The Only thing I know is about
1: him and like his dad with the emerald like mine he had in South Africa. I mean, of thing. his dad and his stepsister that
0: are married now.
1: Fucking what? Yeah, buddy. okay, maybe, okay, maybe I'll go down that rabbit it hole after we're done recording. Absolutely Holy shit. bonkers. We are, <laughs> we are in tangent city on this episode, but. But, 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 yes, I hear you. Microsoft starts their own kind of like entire, not just like school, but campus of schools. Yeah, I'm just, I just saying totally that see that's that. like, a,
0: a, in my opinion, a low barrier of entry to get over to be like, all right, I'm just going to pretend that that matters.
1: Sure, or, sure. Or it doesn't matter or whatever, right? I think it do, I think for me, it kind of does a little more because like it doesn't make every effort of these students more contrived, which is a segue And my second problem with Liar Liar as an entry in this genre is the games. The games, by its definition, is kind of like user-prescribed, right? It's the lower-ranking individual not just makes the game request to higher-ranking people, but they get to describe the game itself. Right. Which inherently does lead to... There's some things I like about this show, and one is like... I like that aspect in and of itself because it can like the lower the lower ranked person can like tailor a game to what they're strong at, which breeds some individuality and and breathes some life into these characters and their profiles. But I felt like the show ran away with like some of the games and like it got so convoluted and not in an interesting way, like that guessing game that they had with like find the other person's squad member. That just ran away from me, dude. It wasn't like it was too complex to understand. I'm like, this is weirdly complicated.
0: Yeah, so there they're definitely I feel all the games are a little too complicated. Because there's even like a clone of the um what was it, Emperor, Slave, whatever game from the from Kaiji. They called it the Scaling Love Triangle. Right. In, but in were, this, I don't yeah. remember what the game was called in Kaiji, but it was essentially a shot for an shot. identical game. Yeah. Um, but this one even had more t- kind of types of characters, so it was like even more complicated. And I'm going to be honest with you, I couldn't follow the first one from Kaiji, slash didn't want to because I thought that was boring. I know that's like everybody else's favorite. I do like, I really that like that one. That was everybody else's favorite That was the card game. game on the boat, right? Uh, no. There's it's, the one prior to that? It's the card game when he gets like into the skyscraper and he's fighting against... Oh, that's uh, right! Like okay. grandpa's favorite favorite yeah. boy or whatever.
1: Yes. Grandpa's favorite boy. Yeah, I I like that one. That one's fun. Well, hey. Everyone loves that one. Right, I just right. couldn't.
0: I couldn't engage with it because it's like, if you want to play a card game, let's play like I don't know,
1: fucking war or something. Let's play like, war. Let's just do that. I, it's just
0: or or presidents. You yeah. really want to? Oh, ga- dude. You want to play a real
1: game? Play some fucking presidents, hey, dude. Hey, Absolutely, It yeah. hey, Gramps, you want to play a real fucking game? Hey, Shani, what is presidents? You're gonna fucking learn today, old yeah, man. Yeah, well, you'll find out, scum. <laughs> yeah, so like there is a way for because it, it, I think maybe it's not so much the game. Maybe it's the main character's predicament and the resources at his at his disposal. And it, I, I think it. You're okay. It's not the games. It's the fucking abilities. Yeah. So the I'm- abilities I fucking hated the ability structure and the way they did it in this show awful
0: well i actually think that if they did it like if they put more time into it more time like getting the audience kind of you know bathed in it a little bit right 100 percent. i think it actually could have been a really good aspect but the way they've portrayed it as there's literally infinite fucking abilities and so I was like, how the fuck can anyone win any game? Like just brother, pull some random man. shit out of your ass and be like, yeah, I decided that my ability is
1: the world and yeah. then just freeze the fucking world. My bro, my friend, whoever wrote and the pacing for these abilities, be it a mangaka, light novelist, or whatever, like every single conflict, there was never even a I don't think I think maybe there maybe there's one repeat ability. Every single conflict had a new array of abilities that were being leveraged, and just saying you can have abilities in this world and they get stronger by stars is a good initial first pre-step. But like the ability to be like, "Hey, is there a rule that does this?" Oh, there's seven. She used these two. You're going to use this one to then like it's not it's not of I don't know like like a puzzle is only satisfying if. The only barrier between you and the solution is your ability to put all the pieces you can see together. If suddenly every puzzle has brand new pieces that are never shown up here to or then after, it's not engaging. Uh, this piece is a Möbius strip. How am I supposed to? <laughs> how am I supposed to put it in the puzzle? Oh, I have the mo- I have the anti Möbius strip ability. You can't use that. Oh, and you of didn't course. find out because did I ever mention that to you? Of course no. not. No. Yeah. So so, like, so
0: that's kind of the issue is there's too many abilities and they're really poorly explained. So they really just plop them out whenever the fuck they need them. It's and so. It's contrivey. actually worse than that because there's evidently a black market where you, you can for, buy bring custom
1: abilities, <laughs> yeah, and it's illegal just like,
0: abilities it's just like okay i'm sorry but what the fuck are we doing here
1: so it, what's what's sad is that the illegal ability market does actually track given what we got previous in the show right the 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 fact that our main character hiroto is lying about his seven star as we said he can still only use one star abilities right but everyone thinks he's seven star. So he's actually given help from the company and a hired mercenary hacker, essentially to give him an edge in an, in an illicit way. If it were just ending at that, that would actually be kind of an interesting premise that like you know people might be cheating in some capacity to get ahead yeah. and because of who you are and the way you're lying, you have to do that. But by introducing the cheating thing, the the illegal Ability market is a natural progression, but it makes it all the more contrived and ass pulley when someone's suddenly pulling out. We finally get the whole list of abilities right now. We get all these illegal ones. You're like, well, then so one side's hacking one side's buying. There's no puzzle here. It's just who can get the best loadout. Like, what the fuck?
0: Right, and what's worse is the illegal abilities are physical cards, so they're not even listed on the, like, actual market. Right, but you can burn them, like, their actual abilities in-game. Other people can use them. So what I'm thinking to myself is you can have infinite of these cards. Why don't you just fucking buy all the cards and be like, I'm fucking Seto Kaiba. You are nothing. All roads lead back to Kaiba. Right. Obviously. And uh, I also, I'm going to take them Yugi, uh, Yugi's grandpa's cards because
1: I want that guy's dad, Exodia, to obliterate. I'm literally going to take his catheter. I'm going to take all of his life (laughs) support. That dude's fucking dead, man. He's gone. And I'll rip up his Exodia, dude. So... A, a show like, I don't know. It, it, I think this This the larger conversation I want to lead into with this is what makes for a good alt class subgenre show? What tenants make a show like, why was Classroom of the Elite as engaging as that season one was? Yeah. Why so, did Ass Class rip the entire time? So I will say, the first couple episodes, I thought
0: this had a shot of capturing a little bit of what Ass Class had. Or Admittedly, gets, you're right, not Ass Class. Classroom of the, the Elite, Elite yeah. had for me, yeah. um Where there's like essentially your main character's got like this double life, essentially, where he came in as like ranked dead ass last, essentially, or like as average as it fucking gets. But Loki's kind of smart, and you're thinking like there's clearly something else going on here. On God, a bit of a brainiac, right? For and, sure. And, and to be honest, I think that's still the case. There's only eight episodes out right now, obviously. But I still think that he he's got like some like real secret in the background. I think he
1: does from like he's a motive too, perspective.
0: No, no, no. He's just too gifted and also he's like very put together in these situations where people would not be put together if that makes sense. Like he's too calm. It it looks like he's like he's like uh like a fortune 500 CEO's son who like has been bitch slapping executives for the last 15 years. But and man, he, he like gained his company, um, his, his seat on the board when he was five years old and he's been like fending off people trying to steal his dad's company.
1: But like I, I've seen, I know people like this in real life that don't come from that, that just are masterful, almost intuitive at bullshitting their way with like unshakable confidence that if it were found out, yeah, it all crumble, So like that they, is one
0: aspect, but I mean like he's also just incredible at these fucking games.
1: He has like the entire
0: network of a he hacking. He does and he's he's doing it himself most of the time. That's another kind of issue I have is they they the, the, the initial proposition here was this company that's hacking for you is going to solve all your problems. They only solve one of his battles and he's beaten everyone else by himself with like some like rule that he thinks of late and he's like you know what isn't there that card where i can just change the rules of the game (laughs) well no but they they hacked his ability to have display bug i know i'm just saying like they're obviously helping but without him doing the like brainiac shit he's he's orchestrating this right yeah yeah, right. there's like been multiple points in only eight episodes where they're like the company is like oh
1: no we fucked it all up <laughs> Fuck, dude Like we, we, we can't hack for you anymore <laughs> he's like babe babe shh, shh. Yeah, babe, babe, ch- babe babe babe, babe, ch- babe ch- chill, ch- chill, chill, chill 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 I got it babe I daddy's got it, got it. daddy's it. got this the- daddy uh, don't call don't date daddy that makes me feel worse. no you know, she like, she, wants she's, it she actually does kind of want it he he himaji or himaji. himaji
0: and I gotta say the the master thing is like really unnecessary yeah
1: like they the harem bit in this show is you know it's it's a little bit
0: well i mean oh, to be it, honest a seven stars getting a harem
1: yeah a seven star in stars real is life too oh like, like, yeah this is if realistic you're, if you're a seven star man you're <laughs> getting mean, a harem if you're a seven yeah, star yeah. woman you're getting a you're getting a, yeah, reverse a harem, harem, harem of your choices where yeah yeah um
0: so yeah he, he's definitely a high value male he's a high value <laughs> <male>. <laughs>
1: um <laughs> fucking black pill over yeah. here <laughs> So uh, the, the, like, i hear you right like the harem that that shit's fine right like it's you have your tsundere side side uh pigtail chick you have your submissive but like doesn't want to be like made chick and then you doesn't have doesn't like, want to be
0: she's so down for she's, this she's down but it's initially
1: just, she was like i don't want to <sighs> fucking be here and he's like i don't want you here either and she's like oh now i want you and I, then there's I, like the rival chick like they're all here all the players are i here. just
0: think her character is weird because they could have just made her his assistant without making her like
1: a maid yeah a maid and literally wear her like maid hat to school I feel that's us not seeing the final third we we just don't know i think i think that's what (laughs) part of it is like there's gonna be some drop where it's like oh i'm here because i want to help with rena and like the you know the whole kidnapping thing and i want to help or there's some reason why she's specifically here to be a maid i don't know she could be an assistant but i don't know like a live-in maid Really? Yeah. I feel like there's some re- like there, she I don't know.
0: In. I I really think it's just so that like the one guy out there who's that's his fantasy like feels good about it. There's more than one guy. I don't no, know. No, I think to there's one you. guy. His there's name's
1: your, Greg. So oh, um, they did, so they, they they did it for Greg.
0: Yeah, he lives in Altoona,
1: Pennsylvania. Well, Greg from PA, if you we know you are, he a works fan for the though. railroad. There is gonna be a Greg somewhere. That's. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Well, Greg, we're talking to you. This show, liar liar, is exactly up your alley because you have a cute live-in maid who doesn't exactly be just a live-in maid. Yeah, and she then falls for you. You Greg. know what's interesting about Altoona? What's it's, interesting? It's about also
0: the place where the first roller coaster ever. This is, genu-
1: this is genuinely off the dome, too. He's looking at his waveforms. There's no information up right yeah, now. Yeah, no information. Deadass. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> How do you know this much about Altoona, Pennsylvania? Well, so uh, it's a railroad uh, <laughs> community. So here's my
0: other problem Started with Liar off, Liar, uh, you know, with
1: uh, the show that we're talking about.
0: Hey, man,
1: you brought up Altoona and Greg. <laughs> I didn't bring up Shupert on both of those things. Look, dude. Dude, you're getting real hostile right now, yeah. and I just don't know how to take this. Look, you brought up Greg. Okay? I'm the engineer here. Toot toot. Oh my God, <laughs> but keeping this gravy train a rolling. And the, we're back. And we're back. <laughs> like, I I think ultimately this show is kind of a mid at best example of how engaging the genre can be well
0: so I think it was poorly executed absolutely okay
1: yeah I think it was poorly executed I
0: think the the
1: skeleton looks good I think the, um, I, th- I think the alt classroom subgenre skeleton looks good on any with any paint job I think I, 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 it's true I, there, I there's think there's even like, like spy classroom did you watch a little bit of that not a fan well, I, again, I'm just not gonna a, say not, not a, a fan, fan but the bones are there look I like, know you love the show gushing for it <laughs> you're obviously. allowed to gush about I'm it i'm just absolutely gushing like
0: i've even been thinking maybe we should do uh like a Mashoko tensei season two i'm not watching it i refuse to watch it but like just
1: let you have your time i'll just do a solo app then man like cause, because at least i watched this one and this one fucking sucks oh um, R- well okay sorry mid
0: mid mid also like mid. it's halfway through the show it's probably not gonna get better And we probably know what
1: we can about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just really, I'm not in the mood to finish this episode. (laughs) So I'm just going to keep going on what I was going to say. I have been noticing that this season has felt overall really mid, except for there was like four episodes of Juju Kaisen and then it vanished. And then, like, really, there's not much else that's really popping the fuck off right now. There's just bleach for me. Uh, of course. Yeah. But, I mean, like, beyond that, it felt like a really weird season to me where there's just, like, it seems like nothing's really happening. So, that's where I even came up with this show is, like, I was looking through it, and I'm like, that sounds a lot like Classroom of the Rel- Elite. Let's take a little gander. Now, right. what I did want to respond to was you mentioned early on, like, w- w- what is the benefit of performing Cause like that would be, I totally agree. Is a big reason why a lot of those like shows with that gamification are cool. Right, right. right. Like like in Blue Lock, for example, the higher your ranking, the better food you get. Like that's like a super right. obvious, super
1: like in your face. Everyone can agree with. I think that's a, that right there. Because like I, the second half is kind of I'm leaning. What makes a good alt classroom subgenre show? by not just gamifying, but rewardifying right. in a very tangible way. Not just, oh, you got an A. Like No, that A gets you the fucking cutlet at lunch. Right, yeah. and, and
0: same deal with Classroom of the Elite. They get, obviously, significantly more points and are able to just like live a fucking insane, dope lifestyle Right. or right. use those points to cheat their fucking asses off, which is a really fun
1: aspect. Right, you can sacrifice the luxury those points allow you by getting a head that's very much a real world translation right or you can, literally buying someone's head you can buy a human head dude <laughs> yeah. actually do it you may not eat cutlet that day but you got someone's freaking head dude easy you can scare everybody with that. So, like, hey, look at his head—just a Godfather-style. Send a fucking message, dude! <laughs> Literally three million points. Can you believe that? For just a horse head. I know. Just put in my cohort's bed, like easy. So, I, I think that's part of it, right? A, a tenant is show what, like, I the system itself is show me, don't tell me. Show me, don't tell me. Show
0: me why I care, why I would want to be ranked high.
1: Don't right. tell me that. These shows that do it well, I think Kakiguri even had part of it too. Is that Whatever reward you get, be it points, credits, money, whatever the fuck it is, right? You can use it either to live a more luxurious, comfortable like lifestyle while you're in that system, or you can use those resources to get ahead in a long term situation in that system. But either way, that translates very much to, I would argue, a westernized capitalist system that a lot of these kids are going to be thrusted into. When you have the money, you have resources to either A, keep yourself comfortable, or B, turn that around and then make an advantage with that. Those shows are showing in a almost a petri dish of itself, in a small sample size, what basically the benefits of getting ahead in a system that is capitalistic and competitive by nature yeah that's what it is so i do think like the obvious
0: like exception to what we're saying at this very moment is the fact that had he not been a fake seven star he would have just like disgusting abilities that he could use over everything but everybody else right right but they literally like handicapped themselves by being like isn't that kind of a cool little like uh, little little uh, little lie that we did? Right you know? right uh, he only has to, he can only use baby baby moves against all the strong guys, and it's like, okay, but that was like literally the only benefit the, the, to the, becoming
1: a seven star. Right. The way they could have fixed this show immediately and drove it to like stratospheres our atmospheres above where I' am going to rank it is like they can make him a legitimate seven star, but if he loses once, he's expelled. Because he has to play at the top of that game all the time to prove they know he's lying. But it's like, we'll make you an official true seven star with all perks benefits hereafter. But if you lose once, you're fucking gone. So he literally didn't climb the ladder. He's just at the top and doesn't have the skill set or mentality to. Yeah, that would have taken someone. We saw it with the six stars, right? Like it's impossible for your ass to have gotten seven stars. I clawed. I fucking chewed my way to the top. Like the shit I had to do to get to six. There's no way a guy. I like bit you off a of fucking ear, bro. Right. I bit off several single ears. There are seven <laughs> students that are a little hard of hearing. If you catch my fucking drift.
0: Only on their left side. Only on their left if you catch side. Catch my I,
1: drizzy. I happen to have a preference as well. <laughs> left ears. Then left ears are nibbleable. <laughs> but yeah, so like putting a guy who needs to be the like basically the biggest giga chat in a capitalistic competitive society. Well, th- so.
0: I don't want to blow your point up here but Do it. Don't. Come on. Blow it up. They they do sort of have that as like a stipulation because the second he loses his red star will be taken and then basically his whole house of cards will come crushing down. Right. But, so but so but that, that's that the is wor- still, That's
1: the worst of both worlds then.
0: Right. So so it is still true though that if he loses once, he's fucked immensely.
1: But he doesn't get all the benefits of being what he's lying about. I agree. So
0: th- they've made it like... I think that they were trying to to use that as like, isn't this going to be fun? Like, how's he going to hijinx his way up to the top? Right, right.
1: There's... A, you know, I'm a huge risk-reward guy, but there's no reward here. There's just risk. Yeah, they're c- sort of just
0: clapping him, but I obviously had they... Had they not made the company essentially useless after the first match, I think this would have been interesting. Where like, like that is his one benefit is like he's got a team of fucking people behind his ass. He literally
1: has like the like the a man in the chair in his yeah. ear. Uh, Kagaya, uh, um, I think it's just Kagaya, Kagaya, but like um, it's not Kaguya. It's Kagaya, K- yeah, Kagaya, Kagaya, whatever. But in any case, like she's awesome. She's my favorite. She's a real fucking one. Yeah, right? she's like, the bomb. She's great. She like like, literally gets off on hacking, like, I'm gonna fucking show, I'm gonna hack their fucking shit. Like, right. it's great. And I I love her character, it's, to your point, if they didn't bring the illegal shit in so swiftly, maybe as, like, a final boss, like, yo, they're like, I got hackers too, bro, like, I can get illegal abilities, as a final boss, that'd be pretty, that'd be pretty tight. Yeah, because like, that would've built the tension the whole season, I think. And they would've already have done the predication of, like, hackers exist in this world, so you can hear rumors the entire show about a black market, but none of the students could access it. Yeah. Except for maybe the one at the very end could be like, oh, no, I got I got I got I got boys. I got I got my hackers. Yeah, I got shooters
0: in the streets. Oh, yeah.
1: I got these illegal. I got all these illegal hookups right now. You need you need the hookup. You need the plug. Too fucking bad.
0: Call blah, me blah, biggie. Blah, blah, blah.
1: Yep. <laughs> so there are ways the show could have gone better, but. It, it it for me the show was very eye opening about what i think the shows in this subgenre need to have as staples the re- the gamification but also rewardification of their efforts right <laughs> god bless you um the concept of like like giving some semblance of real world application to why they're in such an alternative education system like mm in a more direct fashion, I think a throwaway line for shows like this is not enough for me. I need to see real, like, Classroom of the Elite, the way that the people use points to get ahead or use points to stay comfortable, that is a comp- that's part of the evaluation of these students. How they use the reward, not just the game, is how the evaluation happens. How they perform in a system rather than just beat the odds, right?
0: It, yeah, and I will say, like, I think during each of the games, they're doing, like, a pretty good job of following the, like, kakiguri, kaiji, classroom of the elite, like, outthinking your opponent kind of sequences. It does remind me a lot more of a Kakaguri, for sure. Well, like, I think they're doing, like a, the- they're doing a fair job at that aspect. Fair enough. It's just that okay. they're, they're sort of ruining it with their own bait, like, their own world building is doggy. Is really Big Doggy? It's actual doggy, and shit. I will yeah. say it's also odd. Like every time he beats somebody, they become his like best friend right afterwards. And in this doggy dog world, like it does not make sense. Why um, would you team
1: up with people? Well, right, right. If, like because in Clash of the Elite, team ups and like backstabbing required. Stuff, it's required because these students are built to work in squads, but then other squads getting ahead or below you could have implications for your own squad. It, the layers are wonderfully laid out. In Liar Liar, though, and like Kakaguri, it's very one-on-one. It's like a Kaiji, right? Well, not not always Kaiji, but like you get what I'm saying, right? It's a one-on-one challenge. To be challenge. honest with you
0: guys, if Kaiji was on his own the whole time, he would have done much better He would have
1: done way better! <laughs> I mean, his teammates fuck him over non-stopity. It's, it's a, Kaiji's a bit of a torture porn mix with a Kakaguri, you know? Like, we're, we're seeing him, like, consistently fail and get in, like, because he's, like, also a DJ and doesn't know when to stop. Yeah. So, we kind of see him, like, keep going up and up. Um, but w- with a show like this, team-ups don't make sense when it's really individualistic like this. It just doesn't. So, like, in, right. what, in what world would I want to team up with someone uh, that, that is anything less than, like, literally my, I guess maybe my shit and my, sub- not even my subordinates. Because my subordinates could, like, try to challenge my shit suddenly and be like, I got you. Like, at any time, you can challenge somebody.
0: Yeah, so I think the fact that you can deny challenges is interesting, right? So, like, they don't do a good job of show... Like, obviously, he's got, like, in the first episode, 60 requests, and they just pick one. Yeah, right. But I think it would have been more interesting had they, like, had people, like, come up to him, like, Ash Ketchum, like i'm gonna fight you and he's just like no (laughs) and he just goes nah and just walks away you know um (laughs) because like that would make more sense why you can actually run from a trainer battle essentially right well like for instance why the fuck would you be around all these people if they're just gonna challenge you all day long
1: right And what that that's not fun and why do you still have classrooms at that point you're just basically just challenging people all day right i did like that it was obvious like It was only post-class times when they could challenge each other during that one tournament. Yeah, they put them in a fucking city where, like, basically from, like, 8 to 3, you're in the classroom, but once 301 hits, you're, it's Mad Max, Yeah, people are, like, diving in the window. (laughs) Yeah, Ah! right, it's Mad Max, I challenge you to a duel, dude, and then just, like, down the third story, like, leaping to get to people. It's fucking wild, like, they set it up but like i don't know man it's like
0: I th- so i'm like i'm saddened because i think there is a cool concept at the base here
1: yeah oh yeah a- yeah and yeah. i feel like
0: the idea of your main character being like dog shit in reality but the highest ranked i think this could be a better comedy than than it is like a serious show and yeah. i think they are trying to make it serious like i think if you made this like um maybe this some similar beats that like
1: combatants will be dispatched had i would argue McCoon. if you think about the way he, they fail his ass backwards try, trying to keep a secret the entire time this is weirdly shot for shot like a like from the bones part of it is a welcome to demon school irumakun because irumakun is trying to be a human disguised as a demon in a world where de- demons want to literally eat humans now what happens if people are being faked as a seven star? But if they knew you were a one star, they would devour your shit, right? And they knew all your shit. If his secret got out, then he would be essentially—I uh, don't know—like figuratively devoured,
0: right? I yeah, I mean, he definitely like plays up the chuny, like oh
1: yeah, I'm yeah. the
0: dark assassin, who Which, I actually like that I element of this show. the
1: show. I like the element of the show where he's basically like he's absolutely placating is like. I'm like, fuck with me. One v one V one me on rust at any time, dude. Right. GG, no re we're done here. Um, if they were to play it like a comedy closer to like the, the ear side, I think the show would be very much more enjoyable in that way, but they played too much straight. Well, I just think that the, the actual like games and gambling that they do
0: have mixed with like their insane bevy of abilities made this too, too difficult to get involved in like, and the reason I, I was calling out World Trigger as like a potential allegory here is like when you get to season two, three and it's more like uh A, a team versus B team like arena style arena shit. styles yeah, yeah, like they do have crazy weird abilities, but there's like a total of nine, but they're known right, right? They're and, and known. everybody knows all of
1: them. So it's engaging when you have when you know all the pieces, and then there's a new combination of those things that's when you're engaged as like a viewer like oh shit i knew all this stuff existed but i never thought of it going this way right or like oh use these basic abilities
0: in a new way right like right. that could have been an interesting play where if, if they literally stuck with one star abilities let's just say and he was still finding a way to win
1: that rather again, than just like full-on cheating infinitely better show right right and we see that with like classroom elite and kakaguri all of the rules as written, as described, are up top for everything, every viewer, every participant to see. And it's the, the interesting nuances of those rules and the way that they're applied that make things like the, like the challenges in those shows really fun to watch. Like After like the big brain feels the wrinkles, feel satisfied by having the solution given to you or you figured out yourself and you're like, that's a fucking clever way to do all that. And Kenji is poster child for that shit but liar liar with all their abilities they just throw fresh shit in like the alter fate ability that literally is like i like the win button like change the last decision of the player that uh, that made one or uh, i control the first three moves that you make in this game that's not fun that's not an, that's that's not big brain shit it's it kind of it, it adds a very shallow sense of like I don't know a backfoot like shallow sense of like dire stakes, but
0: there's it, also <laughs> there's this one battle where like the main character is just knocked out for over two hours, <laughs> and so it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, I guess we're just not playing the game now. Guess we're not doing this now, right? Yeah. And then so like then the urgency goes through the roof. The company's like, well, what the fuck can we do? You were knocked out for two hours, you dumb bitch. Yeah, like, and they, then it's just like, well, I guess they're gonna like like do some dumb shit like straight up deus ex machina this shit out of out of uh you know out of left field to get this guy to win this game
1: right and the wins are like we're using an ability that we're going to play like you unleashed my trap card but they don't tell us the ability at all so you're like getting an explanation for the first time as a viewer of the thing that won the day for the character so you're like i didn't know this existed that could have been anything right i use a fucking meteor power and and wipe your shit stain across the earth and you're just just like every time he's about to get beaten just use like ha ha
0: ha you've you've hit my trap card it's the no you ability yes it literally
1: (laughs) is exactly as like logical as what we just said right like alter fate Literally, or my final ability was like safety device. I can't be hurt by anything. Like that's the shit you and I and Patbot would make up in like freshman bio and just like drawing <laughs> yeah, shit on paper so true. and like, oh, you can't. I have a shield. Oh no, I have a sword that cuts through shields. Oh yeah, I use Michael Jackson. What? What wait, an what incredible the game. What? An, what a fucking. We we even outlawed Control Alt Delete because we thought we were fucking clever. Well, we're like wait, was, no Control Alt Deletes.
0: Well, there's also like quite a few outlawed abilities. We had we
1: had a whole list. But that's that's the. I mean, same the black e- hole is just. It's the same energy, man. Right? It's the exactly. Same I totally agree. So, like, I don't know. At the end of the day, a show like the alt class subgenre, when you give a set of rules, you're done adding shit. It is therefore the the things known by the audience needs to remain finite. So then, when the main character or someone wins the day with that finite set of information. It feels engaging because it's the puzzle has been solved by the pieces we all saw. There's no you're right. And it extra feels like shit. it feels like you're involved. Yes. Because you knew all the rules. And from the moment the whistle blows, you could figure it out with all the same information that they have. Like that's all it is. So I, well, I think I, I totally agree. I think yeah. that's what is fun about World Trigger and not fun about this. Exactly. Yes. And that's what's fun about Classroom of the Elite, because the rules well, are A bit complicated, but they they do push the boundary a bit. I think
0: Classroom of the Elite definitely plays too far down this scale where it's like, all right, I mean, I'm really in it for the drama now of Ayana Konji because. They're just—he's just like so beyond super brain of us. Oh, he—he he is galaxy he, brain like, for sure. Even yeah. even the people watching at home are like, I mean, what the fuck, dude? He, right, like he's he's like going to five. Blue couldn't figure that answer right, out. Right,
1: right. He's going into five D chess that only super quantum computers can imagine at that right. point. But to but to your end, right, is that like you want the audience in a show like that to feel engaged because they, with the same amount of information could have solved the same puzzle i think assassination classroom fits in the same way because what is the objective to kill a monster who can move at mach 10 and all his tentacles and can move just as fast you have an entire semester to do it go we'll teach you all the assassination stuff and we have the special material but it's up to you guys to make the plan to get the job done and the ways that they kind of will come up with shit sometimes funny sometimes serious and get pretty close we knew all the information we knew the assignment we were right there with them like, if you were in that situation of the ass-class kids, what would you do? It, it, I think
0: the other, the other thing that's missing is, like, there's no real sense of growth from our main character. And, and it's Mm-mm. a problem, of course, when you come in at the top. Each, Absolutely. How, how do you yeah. grow?
1: There's no need to grow, right.
0: But, like, for instance, with our main characters in ass-class, you're just, like... You're feeling great about the fact that you're watching them grow into their abilities as assassins, into their abilities as students, and the specificities among them and how they can
1: utilize right. that as a group. And yeah. then
0: Iona Konji's interesting because he's like, "All right, you're growing through his story." We're, right, we're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with this guy. And the idea
1: that he highlights others, he almost pushes others into moments of growth, right. Because he wants to stay back. And he wants to not have that limelight. So he's actively being like a a conscious foil for these characters to move themselves into further states of maturity and growth. Liar Liar does not get to that point because there's no need for a lot of those characters to do that. What, What kind of growth do we have other than just further endearment to Hiroto? There, there really is not a lot of growth from anybody else. Essentially, well,
0: I think he's getting more bitches every episode. So, so he's
1: growing. He's growing those numbers. He's yeah. growing the squad. <laughs> I, I, I feel him on that. More okay, cheeky good. cheeky
0: chews. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's possible. I think we could potentially see if this goes like twelve, thirteen episodes. Maybe toward the end, you could see um like growth from Hamiji, probably. Yeah. Th- growth yeah. from Rena, like all his like side chicks. But until we know what his actual deal is, I'm not really sure if we're going to get any real growth from the main character. I also hope that there is a deal with him. If if he's just like like what he is on the face, this is going to be not a great show overall. I think the only mystery we have is why
1: specifically he's there. I think I, he's, I just, think he's, he's been too fr- good
0: for 99,000th. 90, I'm which, just which going to be honest. Which
1: I think this is why the show is not getting very high score from me in a second because... He just is a hapless guy who got a lead that if he comes to this island, he'll have answers. It's like a D&D campaign. If you go to this spot, you'll have the first answer to your quest. And he has come to this island and tried to like literally he got in by the skin of his teeth. And that tells me he probably studied literally for months just to get just good enough to get accepted onto this Academy Island just to get his way he didn't here study at all. Oh, my fucking God. So he was just like just like of, me. Shut! You just didn't study. <laughs> I, <laughs> to be honest, I probably could have studied more. I studied. I would say maybe fifty percent. I don't. Uh, there's a couple free times, grad
0: school, of course. F-
1: yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple times I may have, but the grand majority of reading assignments I did for class, I didn't actually fully do. I would just like now reading of, assignments. Of course, I never. I did. would just kind of like uh, I'm good at acquiring the information from like okay, that seems. Important. That seems important. Yeah, I, I
0: I obviously feel kind of bad about it now that I'm older. It's
1: I, just yeah. like
0: it. It was. I obviously I wouldn't have felt as bad at the time if I had just like done any of my work. But it's a butterfly
1: effect, dude. If you had, if you had read one more full assignment than you be already did, right, you wouldn't be right here recording for the students right now. I'm not sure that that's true. One more <laughs> assignment? We don't know. We don't know. It's the butterfly effect. That was years ago, dude. <laughs> I that think, could have set you on a trajectory that you could have been—I uh, don't know—anywhere else, anywhere else but here. I
0: think the only thing I do wish that I had, like, definitely picked up earlier, would be like running a lot. I feel like if I had run a lot through college, even though like I had a broken foot sophomore year, so that wasn't happening. Right, right. And then like I did obviously like later in my career, there like start doing more walking and running and stuff at night. But had I done that more throughout. Like, I do feel like I would be in a very
1: different, like, I believe that at least physical location. I think the my only regret... Uh, regret
0: oh, my God! My
1: God. <laughs> my, only, my only regret, I think, for me, was the fact that I didn't, like, challenge more students to one-on-one battles more often. <laughs> of course. Um, if I had, I probably would have had more stars. Yeah, speaking of and that, that's I how I broke my foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you broke your foot in a three-star one-on-one battle. one-on-one
0: basketball battle.
1: If I would have challenged more students, like, then, with, like, and used abilities and didn't just hack my way through it, I probably would have like a business degree and be like A CEO of some company but because I hacked my way through it I'm a comp Sci major and I'm a developer Now so okay So at the end of the day <laughs> At the end of the day yeah What would you rank This show and Would you recommend it to and to Individuals that are Like they find themselves gravitating Towards this the alt classroom Subgenre as we're calling it so
0: yeah, score
1: so, yeah. first of all, obviously, I looked at this just because
0: I am a fan of that genre, right?
1: Right, that's what, kind of what I got, like, this is, an, this is a genre that we do like, so. Right, it so, fits. Uh, of course, this is only eight episodes,
0: so I don't want to, like, you know, if this turns into a literal masterpiece, I really don't want to be on the wrong side
1: of history here. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll gladly will be, so. So,
0: uh, I'll give it, currently,
1: a 66. Oh, I was going to say this is a flat 60 for me. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Maybe even. You think like, I'm worried about six points? Well, I thought you were gonna go way higher than that. Frankly, the way you're, you said digging, so I assumed it was at least a seventy-five for you. I
0: was enjoying the first three episodes. I think the first three episodes were like, there's a chance that this there's could be a chance, but it dropped in the series.
1: Okay. And this, then
0: there, well, because like uh, after the third was when like basically the company becomes irrelevant, and they're just that's like, right. That is right. They're like yeah. J.K. just cheat and use insane abilities we well, have to
1: rely on his prowess i guess yeah. your biggest quotations ever on prowess um so i got a a, a dad joke i want to see if it's funny no fucking hey dude yeah okay 60 out of 100 if you really like the genre go watch it it's fine it's there's other shows that are better hit me with the dad joke
0: so i heard this somewhat from something else but i'm gonna modify it because i think my version's funnier yeah okay so what would you call kim jong-un if he lost 50 pounds i i don't know slim jong-un yeah
1: <laughs> what the slim jong-un yeah! Yep. i guess i guess the dad joke that i read the other day was like uh like what's your best one-liner joke and i guess someone would put um it's the saddest thing about parallel lines is that they have so much in common but they'll never meet that's good sorry that's more of a two-line joke um It's about two lines. You know, <laughs> I'm aware. Lines. See, that's, so that, that's where the dad joke comes in, where someone, it's a good one-line <laughs> joke, and then I they giggled. throw in the second line, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, okay, now it's a dad, it's corny as fuck. Right. You, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> it, I giggled at the first part. But that was the point. In the second, yeah. oh, sorry, it's more of a two-line joke, and then it's like, all right, man. Tss. It's just like, okay. all right, dude. All right, all right bro. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, end of the day, you know, one, good dad joke. I like that. So you really added some of the the, the, un-ya the was un-ya was, that was added by me. That was a good ad. That was a great yeah. ad. But um, I, I don't know, man. Like I, the one thing that was like I, I give it. I give this show a sixty. I Liar of a sixty. It made me a little, a little bit upset. Just like I wish, I, I wish it were better. It had all the bones to be better, but it won't be better. I just, I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now. It just won't be better. It, it's, it feels generic. It feels like it's. It wants. It, it doesn't know what it wants to be. It wants to be at times a satire on like Classroom, of the Elite, but they play some shit so serious that it's like, oh, you want to be alongside Classroom, of the Elite. It's kind of what you were saying, right? Is that if it were a comedy and they committed to that, it'd be pretty damn good. Like, yeah, I think I,
0: I think there's enough different to still be somewhat enjoyable, and I th- also feel like there's enough like like um, story beats from other things that people really enjoy that I still think people will enjoy this.
1: Yeah. It's just,
0: I don't want you out there thinking that this is going to be like a 80 to a hundred masterpiece.
1: No, no, no. I think it's
0: very, very important to realize that this is not that. Um, One thing that's interesting is it was in the same sort of area, probably because it's also starts with an L as link click, which I think. Why does that
1: sound familiar to me?
0: I'm almost certain you haven't seen it unless you watch something random
1: scrolled maybe past or something
0: so me and papa randomly stumbled upon this show when we were in hawaii and i'm just like what the fuck this is insanely like different and good okay but it's in the same sort of area in the new crunchyroll ui for whatever reason um but that that's sort of why I even started to watch it in the first place was I saw Link Click and I'm like,
1: what's this? So you literally were looking at Link Click and then you just saw it's the next door neighbor and you're like, exactly. Eh, might as well, just go down, like, yeah. Okay. I also like the. Uh, I,
0: I thought it, they would maybe do a little bit more with it, but even the like title thumbnail has like liar in one direction and then real on the other direction. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. a mirror image of liar, right? Uh, I thought that could be kind of like an interesting. That was a fun like metaphor, event, but it yeah. ended up not being really all
1: that interesting. Not even close. So I mean, you know what this this is something I'd argue is like top of the top tier of trash. Like it's it's like mid. There is something there, but glad, like I would be okay saying mid. I don't think this is deserves
0: the trash rating because there's so much like true trash. Well, this is delicious garbage. trash.
1: This is elite trash. Like that's yeah, what it is.
0: I, I think I just want to say that you are mentioning the word trash a few times. And I think it's a little bit disrespectful to the
1: it's kind of like, you know, like to a, the trash. Genre. You can call like an adult small, a kid's extra large or what my dad says, like petite husky. Right. And it's like, <laughs> right, like you're 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 toting a line where like low mid is very elite trash. And I think there's a there's a shared gray here.
0: It's just, it's hard to say something like elite trash, I think. So, so
1: I don't think, it, it, why I guess it wouldn't necessarily be elite trash, even though I think so, is it really, the fan service is really minimal. Like, you you have harem shit, but we got, we got a very... The bath scene, I think, really puts it out of the... But that's one, well, we're not getting that constantly, we're not getting skin constantly. There's one, there's like two moments, I think, that there is like, okay, that's like a bit abhorrent, but like... Yeah, one bath scene that seems par for the course like uh,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I see what you're saying you're yeah. saying it's not like this is a clearly uncensored anime that they had to censor yeah it's like uh, it's like
1: not like etchy harem it's just like harem's here it's not harem in the labyrinth or whatever no fuck. no yeah they're absolutely not yeah it, it, it harem's here because the guy's a, a wrinkly giga chad but like
0: i mean cool. he's a seven
1: star he's an absolute seven star <laughs> man but thank you for coming to this seven-star episode. If you'd like to talk about how maybe you actually like Liar Liar, or you want to talk about what makes an alt-classroom show actually like an elite classroom of its own, you can come into the Discord at patreon.com slash Biology One dollar up gets you into that Discord with all of our lovely Patreon folk and all of our past guests. You can talk to them, too. $3 and up gets you the syllabus sidebar, our lo-fi high vibes, sometimes anime, sometimes not, almost always on hiatus, and sometimes visual show <laughs> where we talk about life and things that don't fit into this particular bucket, but we do have about 30 hours, or 30 eps over there. So a little one less. thing
0: that's cool is Patreon has integrated with Spotify. I did see this the other day, and yeah. And so now we are able, I believe, and, and I have not looked into it too much, but I have had things that I am pa- patron to, are now on Spotify. So potentially, I will be able to merge our, ugh, merge our RSS for <gasps> Patreon and Spotify. If you are a patron of ours, you would be able to then listen to our syllabus sidebar on spotify this makes
1: the platform peacetime professor ricky happy i'm no longer angry at you about not knowing you're on a platform now you can get all of your shit on this platform just over and down and you have now not just 220 potential episodes or hours of content but if the patreon stuff and you are a patron maybe even more 250 250 dude that's a quarter that's a quarter k dude i know that's a quarter pounder with cheese right there that's what that is (laughs) easy easy um quarter royale (laughs) if you want to uh find any links you want to contact us at or if you want to just peruse some of the merch that we have designed webology.com with the link and the contact tree and all of our stuff on our store yeah and if you're still listening make sure you come back next week there was a bit
0: i was gonna do that i did not get to so it would be really uh i think nice if you were to come back and just, I, I think if you sat you, down in the desk and felt, like, good about are it... Are like,
1: sowing seeds of begging for, the, like, them to come back for the next bit? Uh, what? Like, you're sowing, like, please come back. Please come back.
0: No, 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 it's not for me. I think that you'll feel bad for missing it because it's just going to be so good. Oh, so
1: you're saying that it's so good that it's it would be a disservice for them not to hear it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it would behoove them for to come
1: to class is all i'm saying gotcha well until you guys are behooved <laughs> enough to come back next week to see this amazing bit i'm ricky and i'm disappointing and this is <laughs> deuces. Deuces. just unhinged the entire episode absolute was mess <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll chop it up i'll chop it up nice. i loved it it was fun it was fun